0: You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from News Newstalk ZB.
1: It was the Green Party Sunday in the sun as they held their State of the Planet speech. The election pitch was that any political party that wants to work with them will have to bring the strongest possible climate action. James Shaw's with us. Morning. Good morning, Mike. Is there a level of frustration within the party? Did you pick that up over the weekend over what's happened of late with the government?
0: Yes, there is. Uh, But, you know, these things happen when you have um, different parties in in parliament um, and in government together. Um, But, uh, yeah, there there was a bit of frustration about the kind of policy bonfire.
1: Are you now between a rock and a hard place? Because it's clear you don't like the Nats and you don't like ACT and they don't like you. So you're left with Labour and Labour treat you like, well, you saw what happened last week.
0: Look, we've had a good relationship with the Labour Party over the last five and a half years that we've been in government, but we are signalling that the next government is going to need to have, you know, more green ministers sitting around the cabinet table in order for us to have, um, you know, more influence over the direction of the next government. And I think when you consider that the vast majority of New Zealanders are increasingly worried about. Climate change and want the government to do more. Uh, you know, we make, we're making that pitch.
1: What's the point of being in cabinet? And you would know better than most if you can't actually enact policy.
0: Well, I mean, the, the point of being in cabinet is in order to be able to uh, enact policy. And you know, like I said, I, th- I think we've done a pretty good job with the governments we've been given. But at the moment, we, we've only got two ministers, and neither of us are actually in cabinet. It does mean that we don't get everything that we want all the time.
1: And you're, I mean, this is the difficulty of MMP, would you be better, as the Māori Party suggests, sitting on the outside, at least you can be true to yourselves, as opposed to sitting on the inside being constantly disappointed?
0: Look, I've I, you know, i heard this argument a lot, Mike, but I, I don't think that you get any more by walking away and giving up the fight. I, I think, you know, whilst there is some influence there, actually, when you're a minister, that's when you actually get to mm. uh, put policies into action. You don't get that by, by not being at the table. Well,
1: I agree with you, but I look at Turia and Sharples, and you've been around long enough to remember them. They went in on mm. that same argument, and look at what happened to their support over time. they just disappointed, disappointed, and then they vanished.
0: Yeah, I think if you look at the Greens, actually, our history is the reverse of that. I mean, we are the only party in the history of MMP that has actually increased the number of MPs that we had after a term in government. And our our polling is generally higher now than it was when we went into government in 2017. Mm. So actually we've defied the history of support parties on that and what we're saying is that you know if that continues, and we do want that to continue obviously, uh, then, then we really need climate change to be at the centre of the next government.
1: And you wouldn't be better on the crossbench and say, I tell you what, yes we'll support you on this particular piece of legislation but here's our idea and that's the price you pay to get our support. That would be far more effective, wouldn't it?
0: Well, I don't think so, no. Uh, You know, in my experience over the last five and a half years of being a, a minister is that when you're relying on another party's ministers to put your policies into action, it's not as effective as when you can be doing that yourself.
1: Okay. The carbon market last week, was that crashed deliberately by the government because of what happened with their policies? If you uh, track the kind
0: of history of the price, um, uh, just before Christmas, it was over $80 a tonne. Uh, and then Cabinet made a decision to ignore the Climate Change Commission's advice on uh, unit supply. And then the price has tracked steadily downwards since then to the point where it's just over $60, it's about yeah. $65 a tonne now.
1: Exactly. And so all of the credits that weren't sold at the last auction go to the next one. Do you think demand's going to suddenly accelerate up to snap them all up or are you in trouble here?
0: I, well, I don't kind of speculate on where the market uh, should be going or, you know, where it might go, um, but it is quite clear that the price signal reflects sentiment about the current direction of government
1: policy. They don't believe the government, do they?
0: Well, I, I, think, they, I think the issue is that they, they do believe the government. They're just pricing in where they, where they think uh, the direction of government policy is going.
1: Exactly. And they're not putting much weight on the price, are they? And hence what happened to the carbon market.
0: Yeah, that's. I, that, I mean, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Without kind of getting into, you know, what I think the price should be or anything like that, that would be inappropriate. But but I think market sentiment does reflect, you know, a view about what the what the policy is.
1: Exactly. All right, appreciate your time as always. James Shaw, the Green Party leader with us this morning.
0: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast,
1: listen live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.